So I guess then, um, from your experience, um, what are the kind of biggest challenges that cybersecurity professionals face uh, when starting a new journey in cybersecurity? So we've talked about communications as being a, a kind of a key um, skill. Um, and, and I think that, you know, I think that that, that works in, in, in many different uh, kind of roles and probably absolutely different industries as well. Um, but but what, what other challenges is it that you see that, that people face when getting placed into different, um, different roles? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a huge one is that departments are expanding now rapidly, cybersecurity mm. departments, as, as it becomes more of a, you know, a, a trusted function, a function that everybody sees they need. And I, I think within that, I think it's really difficult when you're starting out to actually know, A, which qualifications to pursue. I think mm. there are a whole host of qualifications out there and deciding which ones are going to get you closest to your medium and long-term goal, I think, is, is difficult. I think there's a cost element to it as well, where I think it, I saw a recent survey where over half half the people that are pursuing certifications are expected to pay for at least a proportion of that out of their own pocket as well. So I think when you're starting out and you know, you're not, not necessarily flush with money, it's working out where you're going to get the best bang for your buck as well, which I think is a big challenge. Um, I think tied into that is the career path as well. So you know, with all these new functions within functions so within cybersecurity, it's difficult to work out you know where or it's difficult to map your path through that because there's so many different options out there um so i guess picking you know how best that's going to happen and mm. also you know how much control you're going to have over that within any one organization as well with you know over how your career progresses I think are all challenges that um, you know people starting out in cybersecurity face, and I think that the, the last one I would say is the chicken and egg scenario of you know we want somebody to come in who's experienced, who can hit the ground running, but at the same time these areas are all relatively new, so there's very few people out there necessarily that might have experience in specific areas, um, mm. and it's how do we get experience if you don't give us a chance to gain experience? So there are a number of different issues that... that I think think when they're going into the actual role, though, in in terms of a a CISO going in somewhere new, I think a big challenge is for them to look at the bigger picture. I think you've got so much on your plate from a tech point of view and so many threats and new threats to to be thinking about. Um, Things like cloud technology, and, and a whole host and array of, of, of malware and other problems that are both that can be both external and, and obviously internal threats within the organization as well. I think mm. there's a lot of that, a lot to think of on your plate where you can get very fixed on fixed mindset on what you're doing rather than seeing the bigger picture. And I think mm. that's a big, a big challenge that if you don't overcome, again, you're alienating your, yourself and you're not building that partnership and collaboration. So making sure mm. you are going out of your way to get uh, get to grips with other areas you might be less familiar with and I think again CISOs that go in and are prepared to do that and communicate with other departments build their skill set within the organization to 
get a better understanding of how the business operates, what mm. the strategic goals are, and the overall bigger vi- vision of the company, I think is a big a big area where where people make a mistake when they go into roles and it's very much i'm delivery focused on these areas yeah uh, where where things can go drastically wrong and then obviously stemming from that things like budgets i think justifying uh, budgets is difficult i think uh, budgets are always uh, cut to the bare bones um, because it's difficult to justify spending when the only real time where there's an issue is that there has been a breach Mm. and then obviously the the cost of that is is more than financial you've got the reputational risk on top of it and then obviously once that's happened there's no coming back as a CISO the sort of buck stops with you so it's trying to be able to justify those budgets Mm. and and then the, the other aspect is the talent as well the talent shortage perhaps that um, is either there justifying how you can build that talent base that you need, the skill sets that you need to deliver the programs mm-hmm. that are right, and and building the right partners, the right vendor partners to actually deliver, to deliver the the tech for you. I think these are all big pitfalls that that need to be carefully thought out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting, and I completely I completely agree with 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 what you're saying. Um, I think that um with regards to uh the the CISOs trying to, to understand and 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 communicate these these problems correctly um do you, so, so just kind of going into that a little bit more actually um do you think that i think adaptation to change is really important um i think that coming in with a fixed mindset as you just said and really kind of focusing on the deliverables and you know things are going to go this way do you think that people when they kind of there's even at this level there's still a tendency to prove my worth as quickly as possible as it were so you know this is what i'm going to do these are the these are the um these are the expectations this is what i'm going to deliver in x amount of time they write a plan and then when it starts going wrong because the adaptation's not there because they haven't looked at how the business works they haven't understood the interpersonal uh, probably relationships between the different departments they don't understand the workings of the business so without sitting back and observing and listening um they're probably it probably what falls you're apart highlighting is how a contractor goes in and delivers a program. They're yeah. not interested in the politics. They're not interested in building relationships. They're interested in from getting from A to B mm. in the project. And I think that if you go in with that mindset, that's why you'll only be in the role for that period of time. Because yeah. you have to build and immerse yourself in a business to understand the culture, to understand the history, to mm. understand the interaction between departments. And until you know that, you're not going to be able to get the right, even when the, the project's rolled out, you're not going to get the buy-in from those departments because they're not going to understand what you've delivered um, that's of value to them. Mm-hmm. And if you, it's all about partnership building. It's all about collaboration in in terms of communication speaking the right language trying to to show that you're willing to to get that understanding um otherwise you're going in there with a real like you like a a fixed mindset of i've done this before i can replicate it again Mm. i'm not going to pay attention to how this company environment differs how the people are different i can just roll it out again i can use the same (laughs) vendors they've worked for me here 
in a, in a past position, I can just bring them on board again. Mm. Uh, the, the whole mindset should be about learning and, 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 and looking at the landscape mm. that you're in and building those partnerships when you all boil it when it when you boil it down and, and getting anything delivered is going to be making sure that that this person knows what this person is doing so they know what the timelines are and they'll be more prepared to be to be part of it or not rather than being forced to do something or see it as a necessity to actually see it as a to see the value in doing it for them and to understand why it's being done and 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 that all comes from from interacting and speaking the right language to people Mm, okay I, th- yeah. I think the awareness piece as well is is massive and i think now i think training methods have mu- moved on so much um you know from what they were you know even five years ago i think there's so much more you know uh, i think the best way is little and often with with cybersecurity training and i think if you can do that and get that right um and get people engaged in the message and what they need to do um you know, little and often, then I think you, you can make serious gains in terms of then as and when you're getting out to the business and you're having those different conversations across different departments, people are already more engaged, more willing to listen and to understand where you're coming from as well when things need to be done uh, mm. a certain way. Um, I think micro-learning, gamification, these things are all there now um, through various companies that, that offer a far more fun way to to learn about cybersecurity and to understand, you know, the the pressures and the the risks that, you know, they're potentially opening their businesses up to. Mm